Stay Scary podcast contains adult themes and language and questionable life decisions. Listener discretion is advised. Now listen closely. They will attack your eyes. So nothing remains but two bloody sockets. Ladies and gentlemen, my subject is disturbed tonight. Her world is disturbed. I saw those bodies, and whoever mutilated them has a very special problem. There's nothing to be afraid of. Stay Scary Podcast. When, when uh, Baby Yoda comes in the summer? When, yeah. Now is I've it got summer the, now? No, no. Ba- Baby Yoda is coming in the summer. Yeah. And and this is my, my Mandalorian mask, and that's going to totally fucking be my Christmas card this year. I it's think like me holding with the mask, holding my baby Yoda that I spent $350 on. I think that don't wince do, at me. We should do a picture of you giving birth to baby Yoda. No, table no, no, that's disgusting. Oh no, no, we're not going to show like what's going on. You'll just have a, a sheet over you. I'm not doing it that way. Baby Yoda doesn't come out of my loins. Baby Yoda just arrives. I'm, He's just magic. And he like just arrives. Christ, it's like the Christ birth. Yeah. <sighs> Yes, like the virgin, conception. the virgin birth of my baby Yoda. <laughs> Next week's guest also spent three hundred fifty dollars on the same baby Yoda. Really? So we're yeah. Christopher bought the same bit. I got the idea to buy the baby Yoda from Christopher, so it's all his fault. There have been talks about doing a baby shower for baby Yoda and Lisa. It would be a baby shower, but it would be a Patreon event. You'd have to you have to pay to attend the virtual uh, baby shower yep. for baby Yoda. Which I think is great. And that's a good push for me, since we're recording, to, to say that, you know, please uh, support us on Patreon. But let's introduce ourselves first. Welcome to Stay Scary Podcast, a very silly podcast about very serious horror. My name is Lisa McColgan. I'm Ian Kiefer. Hey, my name is Johnny Woodard. How are you guys doing? You know, we're all right. We're, we're getting over the gack here. Oh, you mean Valentine's Day? <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, no. Yin and I, Yin and I got the gack that's been going around. Um, I think I got it because I work in children's theater and child, kid germs are just the, the most toxic, horrid germs ever. I work with children too. And you know what? I'm a-okay. Oh, fuck off. Oh. I got, no. See, I have a, I have a compromised immune system because I got walking pneumonia in my 20s. Yeah. Because I was not taking very good care of myself back then. And so now anytime any kind of cold now goes through the transom it parks in my lungs and holds a tailgating party for weeks that's not good weeks not fun no, but no. I, I, I will tell so you I'm, I'm feeling I'm, I'm talking extra husky I sound like my sister my sister has a lot of chronic like she's had like chronic asthma and bronchitis her whole life so she's got this really rough voice and she was a she was a DJ in college and they made her change her name from Tina McColgan to Tina Savage <laughs> True story. You can pretend you are a German torch singer. Tina Savage. <laughs> so funny. So I'm 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 Tina Savage today. Um so yeah, we, we we're uh we've had a we've had a little bit of a break, um, just due to life circumstances and things like that. But we're back and we're actually recording in Das Hexen House. Uh so it's a little a little echoey, having a little little sound challenges, but It'll it'll work out in post, and uh, yeah. So we're going to be talking about horror theme music, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, just a quick plug and get take care of some housekeeping. If you like what you hear, please uh, subscribe wherever you're listening. Please be sure to rate us, give us a nice review, and we have a Patreon. 
Yes, we do. We have a Patreon and, uh, and the levels are very reasonable. I think for as low as a dollar a month, you can get a shout out. You can get a shout out for a dollar. You'll get also the newsletter for a dollar a month and, uh, access to, uh, special stuff that I'm going to write. Um, yes. that nobody else can see, but you, um, and yeah, if you like what you, you know, cause podcasting is kind of the final frontier. It's the wild west of ideas. And if you want to, uh, help us keep doing what we're doing and participate in the wild west of ideas for as little as a dollar a month, you can, you can make that happen. Lisa, that rasp is working for you. Isn't it great? Isn't it great? Sounds I'm good. Tina Savage. <laughs> My, sister, it, my sister's going to listen to this and be like, fuck you. Until the coughing happens, then it's no longer. Sexy. Then it's not so sexy. It's not sexy. Then, then, then I'm, then I'm racked with coughs like a Dickensian <laughs> or urchin in a croup ward. Hey, speaking of Dickensian orphan. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what have we got? What have we got? So, so music, you know, I think, I think music, we're all musicians uh, to some degree. Uh, Jonathan's probably like top level. Uh, no, I'm I'm a very fortunate hack who's always been in the right place at the wrong time. I, you know, I listened to your song on that Boz to Oz yeah. album. I think that's a very worthwhile endeavor. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Please talk um, about that, so, Johnny. So, uh, one of the projects, The Wrong Chainings, um, we contributed a track to a benefit album for the Australian Wildfire Relief called Boz for Oz. It's on Bandcamp. Yay. Uh, donate what you want, donate what you want. And you can basically get 24 tracks by a bunch of local Boston musicians that are pretty cool. They're interesting reinterpretations and such. Nice. We did a Bee Gees cover. Oh, yeah. what did you do? Uh, we did Spicks and Specks. Oh man. Yeah. Deep cut. Yeah. Deep cut. Deep cut. <clears throat> there's two, there's another one, which is also a uh, deeper, it's a deep cut as well. It's like everything's pre-disco. Aha. Uh-huh. Now see, I enjoy disco BGs, but I also have a soft spot for pre-disco BGs. Ah. Somewhere over there I've got a box set. Yeah, I think it's right behind you. My BGs box set. Ooh. A yeah. BGs box. I got a BGs box. BG box, BGs box. A BGs box. BGs box, BGs box. So somebody uh covered mm-hmm. an in excess song. I saw yep. Winters and Gathers there. Yeah. Um I thought that was pretty cool too. Yeah, uh there is a birthday party song which is one of my favorite Australian outputs. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, two versions of I Can't Get You Out of My Head by Kylie Minogue. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. I mm-hmm. Nice. Both so, very different. Yeah. So you can yeah. support your Aussies. Yeah. By buying this album. Yeah. Cool. You, you, you get that. You get yourself some shrimp, throw it on the Barbie, <laughs> hang out with a gigantic, huge, oversized knife. That's a knife. Right? That's a knife. That's not a knife. This is a knife. This is a knife. (laughs) You know. All right. So, yeah. um, But music. Music in film and and particularly in in horror um, is almost just as important as as the gore and the suspense and the the actors. And it's, it's all part of the magic stew. Yeah. So that is a good horror film. When we first started talking about doing this topic. I got the best words. <laughs> it's the gack. The gack it's is the in gack. your brain. Gack. The gack is in all our brains. So the uh, the one of the, the things that you had brought up like right away was Hellraiser. Oh, yeah. The Hellraiser theme is fucking magnificent. And like, I want that to be playing all the time. Like when I enter a room, that's the music that's in my head. Yeah. It's just the Hellraiser song. theme. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. And how about you? Who's um, if you were to enter a room and it's a scary song would play, or a horror-associated song would play, 
man, I knew that this was going to be a question, but the thing is that I didn't really give it as much thought as all the other thoughts that I had thoughts about. Well, tell us your other thoughts oh, then, God, and then you can always circle back. You'll you can circle always circle back. back. Yep. No, there's the, Just there's, open that tab and let it run while you're doing something else. Uh, uh, as far as that tab, as far as what I have, like, inside of the... Uh, what is... It's, it's the Hellraiser theme. Oh, Hellraiser <laughs> theme. Yeah, that's good. Let's just, let's just sit with this for a minute and just... I'm looking at you, Lisa. Yeah. I don't think you're walking into a room. I think you're kind of floating. You're kind of like... Lisa has this maniacal look on her face right now. This fucking thing makes me so happy. It's good. It's it's really reminiscent of what I like about the, the Hellraiser soundtrack. I think we can only I think we can only play like 30 seconds or so. I'm trying to remember how Heather Mack manages it on Make It Stop. It's it's under 45. Okay, well that was under 45. Cool. That's the right. that's um, the law. Yeah. That's not, the law. Not breaking any laws. And you owe the monies. <laughs> don't want to owe the monies. I don't want to owe the monies. No monies. I mean Christopher Young absolutely deserves all of the money for this. <laughs> well, I mean Christopher what, what? <laughs> So sign up for the so Patreon. sign up for the Patreon and we'll be able to play <laughs> yeah, more, more theme music. More. That that the Hellraiser theme, the Hellraiser score. Yeah, I really liked it because like if you think about like that point in time in cinema, that's what like eighty seven. Yeah, Hellraiser was like 86, 87. 86, yeah, it was like I was like a senior in high school, I think, when it came out. That's more of a callback to the romantical scores. Of yeah, like, like the like the, like the soaring. The bedrock, yeah, the bedrock of like horror, which is right. really just kind of like follows. I mean, like if you look at horror as the as the track of the development of film throughout history, Dracula didn't even have a score. No, right. But which, oh, by the but. way, happy birthday! Yes. Happy 89th birthday! Uh, released uh, February 14th, 1931. Nice. One, one day after the fact, getting that in there. Yes. Yeah. And I had a note about something about the the, 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 the Dracula Bram Stoker's story. Dracula. No, it's actually um, so uh, Philip Glass. Mm-hmm. All right. Did the score for yeah? And he actually did the score for Dracula in 1931. He went mm-hmm. back and and did that mm-hmm. with the Cronus Quartet. Yeah, it's very interesting. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, yeah. it's very, very Philip Glass. Yeah. But that's the first time there's actually a commissioned thing. But I'll get it. I'm, I, yes, go, I'm, please. I'm go. I see, like, he has, like, these beautiful lists. Uh-huh. And I, and I really want to see. I mean, it. I only just had my list of, like, top songs. That's I, what the thing is. Okay. So okay. I, just, so, I just, mine was thrown together. So yeah. I really like, so I, I want to hear. The, I, I was thinking about it because we we're like, you know, like, what about like a top five list? I'm, yeah, like, yeah. I'm like, awesome. Then I was like, top five what? scores. Yeah. And then I'm like, wait a minute. I'm seeing a lot of comparisons and all the ones I like. It's like, well, those scores are also inherent of composers. Right. So I thought of like some composers. Right. Then I'm like, well, wait a minute. There's a whole entire treasure trove of not scores, but soundtracks. Yes. Right, yes, right. Yes, yes, yes. And then really dope songs from the soundtracks. And then I was also like, wait a minute. There's also a whole lot of like songs from popular culture. Sure. That have been taken and implemented into horror films and have like a certain impact. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like Midnight, the Stars and You, which was, you know, a song mm-hmm. from ages ago mm-hmm. that like, you know, it's I'm sure when it originally came out, it was this lovely romantic ditty. But mm-hmm. I can't listen to that song now without being creeped out. And uh, last podcast on the left uses it as their uh, uh, as their uh, outro music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 There's tons of stuff like that. I mean, like, so really, it's like, do you worry? Where you want to go? Take us wherever you want. Me? Yeah, you're the guest, dude. All right, drive so the car, baby. You want to talk about scores? Yeah, let's talk about scores. Is that Christopher Young with Hellraiser, right? That was Christopher yeah. Young for the Hellraiser theme. So yep. What what other like do you do you have like a top 
like like a list, like some songs that you um like uh you know I was thinking of uh, um mm-hmm. you know the spaghetti uh, spaghetti known for a lot of spaghetti western themes, but he did the theme for the thing. Yes. Yeah, baby. It's um and and I'm a big fan of Neo anyway, but uh, I think the thing music is it it's actually more of the synthesizer. Um, Yep. And that actually is really kind of interesting because that also harkens into Carpenter. Right. Mm -hmm. You know? But it it builds up that suspense as... Mm -hmm. Totally. Like a sparseness, like the looming, the ominous, you know, there's... We talked about the fact of like, you know, like these really lush soundtracks. There's such good work in the, the essence of silence too. Yep. It's that space. Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah, there's actually medicine. more happening in in the space than in the actual. Well, it goes back to Hitchcock. What you don't see is what's actually the scariest. Right. What you don't hear, but that which is like undeveloped, that which is still questions. Yeah. So, like Carpenter's actually like Carp like out of my list of like my top five. Carpenter's my number one. Really, yes. I could understand why that would be because what you did right there. There mm-hmm. you go. <laughs> Who was like yeah, the, that king, makes sense. the king of that big, huge, lush, lavish, like that, that progressive almost, uh, you know, the, the spaghetti Western music. Right. And then he's doing this like straight up homage and tribute right. to what Carpenter started. Really like when like. He wrote that in an hour. Yeah. 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 He had like kind of days in the studio mm-hmm. to do the whole score. Mm-hmm. And he wrote that in an hour, mm-hmm. which I think is pretty. I mean, Carpenter, I mean, just for the fact that like Carpenter's output, like if you, I know a lot of directors who have problems necessarily scoring things. Yeah. But when they find that person that connects with a project, yeah. it's like good to go. There's, yeah. there's, it's the sky's the limit. Yeah. And with Carpenter, it's like the whole, he's just the package. I mean, yeah. you look at like that, you look at the fog, like Big Trouble in Little China. I, uh-huh. that's the Coupe de Ville song. Yeah. Big Trouble in Little China. Right. That's, I love that song too. That's a great one as well. There's a lot of really, really interesting stuff. Um, Phantasm, Fred uh, Myro um, and Malcolm Seagrave, the Phantasm theme. Mm-hmm. Also really good. Let me bring mm-hmm. that up. Um, just because it's also one of my favorite movies ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Just that cacophony. Coscarelli is one that's really, really, really good. See, that's yeah. just so good, man. Oh, yeah. It's just such great, makes great use of everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's a favorite. And that, that right there, that's a direct influence from what is number two on my list. Yeah. Which is... The Goblin. Oh. Yes. The, you know, I, I wanted to put the Goblin from Suspiria um, <laughs> on there, but um, I, I knew you probably would or somebody oh, yeah. else would. Yeah. Um, yeah. I almost wore my Goblin shirt. I almost have a Goblin shirt from when I saw him live. Yeah. When they did the tour. This. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> God, it's you making use of those very childlike noises yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. in a in a in a minor key. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the great thing that I love about Goblin is the fact that like 
98% of their output is just horror films. Yeah. You know? Um, when they did Profundo Rosso, they had... And it's funny, this harkens to Rosemary's Baby. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Totally. My favorite part's of... <laughs> <laughs> Quasi didgeridoo, right, right, right. Um, but when they did Profondo Rosso, okay, uh-huh. um, the old composer had been kicked off the film, and Argento's like, okay, you got one day to compose it, you got one day to record it. Wow. Yeah, and huh. that's that's a lot of music for yeah. that film, right? And also just like the theme too is just like with the organ. That's great stuff. Yeah. Um, Bernard Herman. Okay. Um, Bernard Herman. Psycho. Oh, sure. yes. Oh my God. <laughs> Twilight Zone. That's oh, right. That's right. Oh yeah. I feel so stupid now. Yeah. Cape Fear. Cape Fear. Oh, Cape Fear. Yeah. Let's bring up Cape Fear. Yeah. Let's bring up Cape Fear because everybody knows Psycho, but mm-hmm. not everybody might know the Cape Fear. Everyone thing. knows Twilight Zone. Yeah. Everyone knows Twilight Zone, but Cape mm-hmm. Fear is actually. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I got the goosebumps. See, and that's why I, this is also why I love um, the Hellraiser theme so much. Mm-hmm. I really, I mean, I, I appreciate the more sparse uh, synthesizer stuff from, you know, the 70s and 80s, but give me like a nice, lush fucking score. Tough mm-hmm. one. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Did you ever hear the um the Phantomas director's cut? Album? No. Oh, so much to so, so much to talk about and so think much. about here. Phantomas did an album that is strictly all cinematic theme covers. Oh. Cape Fear's on there. Really? Um Rosemary's Baby's on there. Interesting. The, the Omen is on there. The Omen is oh, also very Omen good. Is the is Omen kind of an important one. Yeah, too. the Omen with Dave Lombardo from Slayer playing drums behind it. Oh, yes, that's all right. What's the name of this again? Fantomas. F A N T O M A S. See, forget that. Oh yeah, here's the here's the here's their version of the Omen theme. Oh, you almost got oh, that, I know. I know you can't, you can't. You can't. You can't. But honestly, Start pick again. up right there <laughs> later today. That's where it gets crazy. But they did a whole bunch of stuff. They also did like what they did was they, I they need do to get a, my hands on. Yeah, yeah, it's, really good. it's great. Yeah. I mean, they do a lot of fun stuff. Um, yeah. right. Another that actually they do a fantastic version on that album of the theme from Twin Peaks Fire Walk with Me. Oh, and Lynch and Badalamente. I, I love them. Yeah. I Angelo Battle Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, I mean, what they did with like, I mean, you think everyone thinks like automatically like Twin Peaks. Right. You know, um, but 
what they did on like, I mean, Blue Velvet. I mean, Blue mm-hmm. Velvet is like mm-hmm. eerie. Mm-hmm. And like, even though they're not necessarily horror films per se, I mean, it uses that element of horror, that, that level of suspension of terror and dread in a manner which is only found in that playbook. Yeah. You know? Um, like even when they did Lost Highway, like they had the scoring oh. sessions. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so they did the scoring sessions and to kind of work in with some of the stuff that Trent Reznor was doing. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. did a lot of like experimental recording techniques. I love that. Um, and they had this section of microphones set up in the corner of the, the, the studio with mm-hmm. the strings, like the live room with the strings. Yeah. And they had a series of PVC tubes at different lengths mm-hmm. with some little small condenser mics in the bottom of them so they could get the different harmonic overtones. That's very blue man. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's very crazy. And yeah. it's very like, it was, adds that's like really caustic, caustic idea of sound mm-hmm. as terror. Yeah. Which I think is also a really interesting. Well, yeah. I mean, sound, I mean, I was thinking, God, it was at work the other day, there was something going on out on the street and it sounded just like Freddy Krueger's mm-hmm. knives mm-hmm. going across the pipes mm-hmm. that, that you know, and I was just like, Oh my God. Yeah. It was that, that, and I just had that very visceral reaction from like, you know, remembering watching that movie for the first time. Yeah. That, um, also like, you think of like Friday the 13th, there's not a whole lot of music in that. It's mostly just like these like synth, yeah, things, pads, stuff like that. Like the level of displacement of reality. I tend to find factory sounds kind of uh, disturbing. David Lynch has an album of that. Yeah, I, I, I don't <laughs> doubt it. I don't doubt. I just watched him talk to a monkey for about a half an hour. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, that was that was interesting. And and little kids singing also really uh-huh. really creepy. There's a few um, nursery schools in the neighborhood where I work, and sometimes you see them walking down Center Street, and they're all like you know leashed together. Yeah, <laughs> they're all like you know yeah. walking along. And they're singing and, and, you know, like, and it's like this, this, these tiny little voices and some of them are clearly completely tone deaf. So there's like, like just this jarring. And every time I hear them and I, and then I look up cause I have to watch them walking down the street on their like, you know, tandem leash. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, this is the fucking creepiest thing I've ever heard, you know, and I work in children's theater, but it's just like little tiny kids, like in that atonal singing is just like, are they singing? One, two, Freddy's coming. Oh, boy. No, well, I was thinking of the poltergeist theme. Like, la, 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 You know? Wasn't that creepy? Even in my Tina Savage voice? That's creepy. Please do that again. I'm going to leave that on your voicemail. That would be great. I think that would be a great, you know what? Ringtone. Patreon, you want to, you want to, you want you to Lisa Savage ringtone? Who did the Poltergeist theme song? I'm looking, there, I'm looking it up here. It doesn't know. Oh, stop. Oh. So sweet, so innocent. Yeah, exactly. So Americana. I feel like Bambi is like out. Right, so it was Jerry Goldsmith. Jerry Goldsmith. Jerry Goldsmith. Done a lot. Jerry Goldsmith. Uh, I don't know if we're gonna get to the point where they stood the little kids start singing. There we go. <laughs> 
That's true. It's true. <laughs> you forgot to move the bodies, but you only moved you the headstones. headstones. <laughs> Sorry, Coach, this ain't going to end well for you. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, also, no, I didn't even think of that one until just now. Yeah, yeah, children. I mean, children's children's singing. I mean, like even look at like Night of the Hunter would like learn singing. Yeah, like when they have the children singing that theme too. Not you know, not learning. Uh, what's what's the one? That doesn't matter. Um, you're just gonna say. Yeah, so you know, we we're talking a little bit about Nightmare on Elm Street for two seconds. Mm. Charles Bernstein, mm-hmm. right? So he also did stuff for uh, Kill Bill Volume One, Glorious mm. Bastards, mm-hmm. The Entity, Cujo on April Fool's Day, <laughs> and Nightmare. Yeah, Nightmare on Elm Street. Let's bring that shit up. You know who did Nightmare on Elm Street three though? Who? Bottle of Day. Get out See, I checked out after the first couple. See, so I'm noticing a theme in a lot of these. With well, there's, the, a, there's a build-up. The, 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 or, or, or just like the, the, the harpsichord-esque or, you know, toy piano. Mm-hmm. Really bright. It's the ethereal plot. It's like you have a lot yeah. of pads, yeah. you have a lot of space, yeah. you have a lot of distance, you have a lot of ominous, and then there's Ooh. the unnatural. Like, yeah. Scores are always, I think that's one of the reasons why the synthesizer movement in the, the late 70s and early 80s. Right. Like if you look at like from like The Shining on. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the opening theme for The Shining. That's an important one. Mm-hmm. And The Shining soundtrack is interesting because there's very actually very little, uh, you know, music composed specifically for that movie. Everything else is by other artists. There um, is Bella there, Bartok. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it's 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 Carlos. So Carlos yeah. is, is synonymously, I mean like she made her bones on Hooked on Bach back in like the late 60s. Right. And then she did um Clockwork Orange. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, she went on to do I mean all, the Clockwork Orange in, in Shining and also Tron. This is what she's known Oh, for. that's right. She's going way back for me. Oh yeah. my god, Tron. Yeah. Tron actually, I think it was it was the first time I was actually ever terrified in a movie theater, and it was for a preview. I think I talked about it before. But yeah. yeah. What? Yeah. You, so you? So Tron was a horror movie for you? No, it was. It was person? when it was when when Sark uh, um, when uh, yeah when Sark was and it's it's in the trailer. It's it's like there's a, there's a scene where like Sark reaches up, and it was the first time I ever saw something that large on a screen, oh, large, okay. and I was behind the seat in front of me, just like. Wah! But um, yeah, I mean, like she's she's really knows how to use like the element of of just dissonant noise. I mean, unnatural space. I mean, I think that's really why the synth situation really took off because like you have an unnaturalness to that things that you can't make that are in nature, right? Which really start to evoke this other like ethereal dread. Yeah, but I do love uh, the use of the the bar talk and the shining. I'm just oh, going to so bring that up. So great, so great. Now here's a question: yeah. Like that's, I think that's more the influence of of Kubrick. Yeah. Yeah, but he, I mean, but he could he, he could listen to something and and hear how it would. Right. 
then we can get into a chicken and the egg conversation. Yeah. You know? I mean, if you look at how different the film is from the book, and especially as far as, like, sort of, like, certain effectivenesses of, like, this scene. Yeah. You know? Like, maybe he was listening to Bartok, thinking, ruminating, yeah. meditating on the book, and, like, this came out of him. Yeah. This, you know? There's not many situations where I don't think they have the music beforehand that lets them drive the character narration or, like, or like the film mm-hmm. development, but... Mm-hmm. I can see definitely Kubrick having that happen. Like hearing like this piece of music. I mean, like think about like, you know, the beginning of 2001. Right. The whole entire like monolith scene. Yeah. I mean, I could see him sitting there and being a little whimsical maybe. I'm not, I'm not exactly sure what uh what Kubrick's like bag was, but I can see him sitting there and like. <laughs> well, he probably out. had like an encyclopedic knowledge of certain. Yeah, you know, yeah. We'll see if that if that picks up. We're all just hacking, coughing, and wheezing here. <laughs> Anyways, the um. So yeah, Wendy Carlos. That's all good stuff. But now you're one thing that I think um you're talking about with like the children's voices. Yeah. Children's. What's what's your favorite song that uses a children's choir? Um, because mm. I can think of one right off the top of my head. See, I mean, like that's all in a like, horror movie. Yeah, see, all all I'm pulling up is stuff like like Nightmare Before Christmas, and and um, his um, he uses that la 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 little kid stuff. Danny Elfman. Danny Elfman. Danny Elfman. Danny Elfman. Jesus. Um, yeah. But, you know, he... The gack. It's the gack. It's the gack, right? man. It's the gack. I can't remember anything. Um, yeah. I mean, but but I'm trying to think of, like, what you... Well, I mean, there's... Um, there's... Uh, uh, Merry Christmas... Gerald McMahon. Oh, see, I mean, I was immediately thinking of uh, if Happy Christmas War is over, oh, <laughs> I, which isn't quite a children's choir. I think it's just a bunch of kids. Right. Right. There was like this, 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 that section, like Gerald McMahon's Cry Little Sister in Martika's Toy Soldiers. Toy Soldiers. Oh like God. those were like really in the close proximity and it has like such like an indelible like yeah, yeah, into my soul. Yeah. Oh, like, I've, I've, let's, I was thinking Living little, Years. Little what? Living Years. Oh, okay. There that's, you go. That's one. There you go. Yeah, I don't know if we get the kids at this point no, for, yeah, for the Lost right. Boys, but I know exactly what you're talking about. Oh. Yeah. There you go. More synths, more pads. Yeah. And the thing, too, about a pad is that you can unnaturally hold an instrument for as long as you want. I mean, like, you know, a violin bow mm-hmm. is only so long. Right. Yeah. But with a pad, you can just sit there and just, you just, can fall asleep on a key. As long as you press the button for mm-hmm. long enough, you've got mm-hmm. that tone, you've got that mm-hmm. note. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, other songs from soundtracks or anything like that. What about mm-hmm. songs? What, are they, what, I, I what, what are you thinking? It was always you, Helen. From Candyman. Oh, man. Oh. <laughs> I love that. And it's also been used in American Horror Story. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's the right. second season when they're in the asylum. Yeah. I always I always thought that. I, I mean, I would like just listen to that. <laughs> I would just listen to it for the hell of it. Yeah. Candyman sweet. There we go. Can- Isn't that pretty? Yeah. <laughs> would that be your walk-in music? No, my walk-in music would be, I, and I and I, I stick by this. Is is there anybody out there from uh, Pink Floyd? The Wall. Another use of children's choir. 
That is yes. true. Yeah. yeah. In a creepy way, going into the meat grinder. Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. That, I mean, I mean, all of it. I know it's not a horror movie, but it, it it's got some pretty horrific imagery. I mean, I, it, it's not billed as a horror movie. It's really more that's, of a statement of... I found a lot of, like, when I was small, when I was little, mm-hmm. seeing the imagery and all that from the wall was... Damn near terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. There is, I mean, because it's, I mean, the subject matter that deals with, I mean, like that level of like addiction and, and, and level of just like cutting yourself off from the world. I mean, the that isolation, is, the isolation, like that is horror. Yeah. You know, I mean, addiction is horror. And we've done, we've talked about this mm-hmm. in, in, in very, I think second or third episode of the mm-hmm. podcast. Um, and a lot of, uh, a lot of people in recovery that I know are also super into horror. Yeah. Well, I just feel like when I walk into a room, especially a room where there are, there's a lot of people, mm-hmm. um, you know, and you, and you have a little bit of social anxiety, which I think I kind of have. And you walk in and like in my head, uh, just kind of scanning the crowd to see if there's anybody just as weird as I am in the room. <laughs> Is there anybody out there? And there's yeah, like right. that pregnant pause, like, of course, there's anybody. Yeah. But, out there just as out there as i am yeah right know? exactly exactly i can feel that i mean yeah what you feel my weird no, just kidding. no I, I mean i understand that you know you're scanning <sighs> like yeah yeah scanning room and getting sensing for that that like, togetherness yeah <laughs> right <laughs> right um like, like are you as weird as i am my god i hope you're as weird as i am <laughs> yeah right yeah it's right like, i can't be a regular grown-up with other regular grown-ups it's, it's just not not for me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to say something and start talking about something that you're going to find completely asinine. Yeah. And then it's all over. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, like with me, it's just like, you know, serial killers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mirror deer. Yeah. <laughs> and this is why Lisa and I clicked. There you go. There you go. Like, Are you weird? Yeah, I'm weird too. Yeah. Right. And you like, oh, yeah. Did, did you notice the baby heads behind you, Jonathan? Oh yeah, of course. It's just a part of the general aesthetic. Yeah, it's it's the hexen house. It's it's you know it's not. I've got the wall of horror over there between the bathroom and the master bedroom. Um, you know, and then my my office is my office is also kind of full of Halloween stuff, and my my witch altar is in there and. I'll, I'll have you. I'll have you come over sometime. We can uh, yeah. Yeah, you can compare compare oh, spooky yeah. stuff. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, let's circle around. So, was that tab going in the background for you about your entry music? Like, no. Here comes not. Jonathan Water. No, I still. It's still not. It's still not. You're still not thinking yet. No. So you haven't come up. Well, how, about, how about the okay. Rosemary's Baby theme? That's a good I, one. Friday the Thirteenth sound. Like yes. basically, like it's okay. You're you were like a sound effect, maybe more than a. That's you know what you know what I think I think I might I think I might go into that I think I, I have I have well sound effects I mean do you I, one of my favorite records ever and I'll have to pull it out is the is the is the thrilling chilling sounds of the haunted house mm. is the Disney record it's oh. it's uh, that's like that is like when the ghost come out to sush- no 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 that's no. the haunted mansion theme no I'm talking this this predates the haunted mansion it's it's it that's is funny. a record of haunted house sound effects that that's was awesome. produced by Disney and a lot lot of musicians that I know had that record as mm-hmm. kids. I've still got it on vinyl. It's, yeah, it's, it's yeah. amazing. It's Good a stuff. great, it's, it's, let me see if I can bring it. You got to have so some uh, chilling, thrilling sounds of the haunted house. I do have a funny story about, um, the Friday the 13th song. Tell me. So way, way back in the day, um, I was at, I think it was like a Spencer kiss or something like that. And they had these 
sound effect boxes. Mm-hmm. They had a Michael Myers one, which played the Halloween theme. Mm-hmm. They had the Freddy Krueger one, which played the Freddy Krueger theme, but it also had this like really asinine, like really badly edited, like the screeks of the the claws and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So it was like I was like, oh, cool, the theme. But then it's like it's like ha, ha, ha. it wasn't even England. Yeah, and it was like ha, it was just ha, cheesy. Ha. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Like that, and I was like, I was like, eh. but then I picked up the Friday the Thirteenth one, mm-hmm. and it just goes, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, I was like, oh my god, that's the perfect, you know, little box to have around your pocket and just, just like, to walk over. So that night, that night, I <laughs> went awesome. to see some friends of mine. They're doing a residency at a place like that's like down on the outside of Chinatown. So I took the the train into into to Chinatown. I got out and this is back when like still like that area was just like way underdeveloped. Right. Yep. So I'm walking around and it's like really barren and stuff like that. And I yeah. see this cat up the street from me on the other side oh. of the street, just walking and it's dark. There's not much lights. And so I, <laughs> and all of a sudden you see the dude just kind of like walking a little bit faster hit it up and then made it. my week wait, made my like whole entire you, know. you scared that poor strange man I gave him a thrill <laughs> afraid of nothing high on a hilltop near your home there stands a dilapidated old mansion oh, it's got the ambient pops and hisses you don't believe in such myths one dark and stormy night, a light appears in the topmost window in the tower of the old house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Classic sound effects. I make that sound all the time <laughs> when I drive. <laughs> I do. <laughs> That's so funny. Best record ever. Best record ever. So, so. Like seriously, like when people when people talk about sorry, like Lisa got excited when 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 people like talk about like you know the top five records that like you know had an influence on them. I always include the chilling, thrilling sounds of the haunted house. Totally, totally, totally. It's just you know it 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 fed into you know it fed into my you know horror thing but you know I also you know I'm I'm the same way I just like I like noise I like sounds um, I'm a huge huge Negative Land fan Do you know Negative Land mm-hmm. Yeah I've got like everything I'm a total In fact I am such a Negative She's Land Listen pointing to a, a stack of, of CDs, CDs. With- I I I am such a Negative Land completist that I have some of Don Joyce's ashes. I- how did you do True that? story. Um, um, well, I'm friends with, uh, I'm friends with Mark Hosler from negative land and, uh, they were actually offering, they were offering, yeah. uh, ashes <laughs> after Don died, they were like offering you ashes you know. and I was just like, yeah, sure. <laughs> Stick them in there when you were ordering the, uh, ordering like the, 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 the latest right. record that came out at the time. <laughs> so I've got this little bag of Don Joyce's ashes. Hello. That's, that's brilliant. <laughs> Isn't it? That's brilliant. And if you knew Don, I mean, like, it was just totally, totally appropriate. Yeah, that's, that's, I'm I'm impressed. People make a lot of ashes when they die. Oh, yeah. Like a lot. Yeah. I have friends that. And they're not like nice, puffy, fluffy ashes either. No, I don't know how Keith Richards, you know. Can bring out, smoked his dad's ashes. I don't know how he did that. That's a lot of ashes. 
Yeah. yeah. I have to pull out Don's ashes sometime. <laughs> Where are they? They're, I think I've got them in a little jar somewhere. Right. Did they give you a big one or like No, they just bottle? gave me like a little bag. They yeah. gave me a little baggie. Oh, you got a baggie. Like a I got a little bag. baggie. Well, because it, it had to fit in with the CD. So, you uh, know, oh, this is my little baggie little of Don's party. ashes. Yeah. <laughs> a little lanyard to go with your, right, with right. your gift. Definitely your before CD. the days of being overly concerned about what's going through the hey, parcel post. Yeah. Okay, so how about like songs that you would think would be in scary movies but are not oh interesting huh because i thought of a couple i didn't think of that one that i thought of was the police um every every breath you take take. like that's a creepy song Mm -hmm. you know and people dance to that at their weddings and shit and it's just kind of like oh i love that song it's so romantic i'm like have you listened to that shit he's stalking her yeah yeah (laughs) he's a stalker yeah step away from the bride step away from the stalker that's actually in rom-coms it was uh it was in 51st dates it was a runaway bride but never a scary movie well i find all those movies terrifying <laughs> you go running in the other like, I, I have, honey I, what are you getting on netflix runaway bride oh, runaway jonathan love yeah. actually <laughs> fuck that shit no yeah I it's think like I the think, hallmark channel like, the, 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 we, we've already talked about our I'm thing about go, the hallmark I'm channel go down the street and buy some cigarettes <laughs> and never come back <laughs> i will see you later it's it's like, like, you don't smoke yeah right 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 um there's a lot of songs there's also like songs that i felt were from the popular culture Mm -hmm. that got implemented into um yes movies yes yes, that i think had like a tremendously huge crazy impact yeah Um, absolutely well for starters i mean Bella Lugosi's dead. Yes. From, yeah, from yes, the, yeah. The, the from the, the hunger. hunger. Yeah. Which honestly, which, and I'm like doing the Catherine Deneuve Ash. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Which honestly, I think might be one of the better parts of that film. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, well, I mean, because Peter Murphy worked it. Well, it's, in that it's, scene, it's, it's Peter Murphy. Yeah. Well, you, we all know how I feel about Peter Murphy. Yeah. The only thing Peter so Murphy don't love. work is no cheeseburgers. That's it. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> Another one. Yes. Red Red Hand by Mr. Uh, Tiki and the Bad Seeds. That was actually used in Scream as kind of like a score. Okay. Like every single Scream movie has has the the tubular bell. Yes. Tubular bells. Tubular bells. Did I just say the magic word? I did word? have that bells. on my list. Yes. I taught myself how to play that on the piano when I was like nine or ten years old. You know that that Mike Goldfield wasn't the original guy. Ah. It was uh, Lalo Schifrin. Interesting. Who wrote the Mission Impossible theme song, uh, who also wrote for Dirty Harry and Cool Pan Luke. Okay, I did not know that. There you go. go. Um, But if you can hear his original song in the trailer, there was like, you know, it was too disturbing. The uh, the trailer for the film, Mm -hmm. like the teaser or whatever they have, you make the words for me, but you know what I'm talking about. (laughs) You tell them. So, but the, you know, so there were like fright stabs. There were all these like wonderful, uh-huh. yeah, things. But it was too much. It was too intense for what was going on. So they went with something. So that's the tubular bells. Yeah. Which is what they went with. Right. But then there's another, like there's an alternate. Yeah. Uh-huh. And that was Lalo Schifrin. I just have to listen to it.
Yep, I can still play it. <laughs> I thought you were just playing it. That was you. No, that wasn't me. But I did take, Kevin did take a video. Remember when, a few years ago when they had like the street pianos? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. there's a video of me playing tubular bells on a street piano. <laughs> Proud of you. Proud of you, girl. Proud of you. Yeah, girl. Um, another, all right, song. Uh, how about that's Credence? <gasps> uh-huh. I'm Bad like, Moon Rising. Yeah. American oh, yeah. Oh, from American yes. Werewolf in London. Right, right, right. But, exactly. But, but, but Perfect. Else, but what wasn't I it think, also in something else? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Little Midnight Special. Yes. Oh, yeah. The Midnight Special. Hey, you want to see something so scary? See something yes. really scary? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Twilight's yes. on the movie. Yes. Twilight's at Dan Aykroyd. Yeah. Dan Aykroyd. So I, yeah, I can't. I can't hear. I mean, everyone's like, "Oh yeah, Bad Moon Rising." It's like so doubly mixed with that scene. I mean, like, yeah, that is epic. Right? Yeah. But there's times when, like, I'm driving down the road and if Midnight Special comes on, I'm. I'm That's creepy. I'm. I'm, I'm yeah. I'm, I'm no. I don't oh. want to. I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear that. It's like it's like you know midnight one in the morning or something like that, and midnight special comes on. And you're just like, like mm-hmm. <laughs> no, no, hell to the no. So another one yes. that I thought of too was um, Freebird. Where's Freebird in a horror movie? The end of Devil's Rejects. Oh, when huh. there's like the slaughtering of the. Of the, the Firefly family. Um, and it's funny because, like, you're watching the whole... I mean, the whole entire movie is like Terry Reed. It starts off with Terry Reed with Seed of Memory, which is another really cool thing because it's like he kind of, like, brought introspect to Terry Reed, who was... Terry Reed was popular 60s songsmith that was supposed to be the original lead singer of Led Zeppelin. Yeah. That I did not know. Yeah. But he's like, I got my own thing going. I think I'm going to have a little bit of a rest from it then, Jimmy. <laughs> and then that happened. Um... And we're talking about and Terry Reed being, made, right? yeah. We're talking about Terry Reed being like you know resurrected by Rob Zombie, but then at oh, the end, it's Freebird. Everything's in slow motion, and and Rob, uh, I guess Rob came out and was like, he's like, you know what, man? I just saw like Freebird being turned into this, you know, like a like a joke, an afterthought, yeah, and yeah. like that song is like you know inherently important in like yeah. rock and roll, yeah. And he's like, I wanted to save it, and, yeah. And by damn, did he save it? Yeah. Because yeah. that thing is like. I just I hear that and I see the slow motion things oh, like Jesus. them in the convertible just like yeah yeah no I'm watching the scene backwards. right now yeah yeah ready gunshot <laughs> oh no gunshot. I should say is it got the dead people in no, the back seat of the car yeah yeah well as it turns out they're not fully dead people not fully dead people yeah it's true yeah free from hell baby that was a film <laughs> that was a film. Um, but my number one song of pop culture usage. Okay. Swan Lake. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Dracula. From Dracula. Yep. Oh. The Mummy. Oh, 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 oh. Murders in the Room. The only mm-hmm. song. I mean, there is a little bit of uh, Wagner mm-hmm. in, um, mm. in Dracula and a little bit of Bartok, I believe, as well. But um, it's the, the theme is is Swan Lake. There's no way in hell that I can't hear. I could be in the in the I could be in, in, in a ballet. See the best ballet company perform Swan Lake, and once that theme hits, I'm like, mm, Lugosi, <laughs> Lugosi. <laughs> I can't get it out of my head. It's just like, see, I so, just have to do this again. Do, 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 do. 
it's such a great song of its time and it's it is now like indelibly like you know stamped on this movie and it's like it's it's inextricably linked to like being fucking creeped out mm-hmm. the um and it's why last podcast on the left uses it yeah totally totally I mean, it was the the funeral scene in Ed Wood for Lugosi. Yeah. Like when they drop the coffin down. I'm thinking about it right now. I'm getting the. Oops. Yeah. What do you? What's the song that they play at the end of The Shining? Well, that's it. That's that's, it, that's, right? that's Midnight that's the, the Stars and yeah. You. Yeah, 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 it's Midnight the Stars and yeah. You. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because the beginning of The Shining is the uh, one of the original compositions. Yes, yeah. it's um, the theme from The Shining. Yeah. I had a roommate. Um, I found I found the Shining on vinyl, and I was like, Sue, dig it. I showed her. And she just screamed and ran. <laughs> you know like, what? Get I, that out of this house! Get oh, this out of this you house! You know what I have is the soundtrack to The Witch on vinyl, Ooh. and it's pressed on. I'll have to show it. I've got it over there somewhere. It's it's pressed on this like marble. Don Walsh's ashes. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. Yeah, it's it's near Don. It's near Don Joyce's uh, ashes. Don, it's pressed with Don Joyce's ashes. That's what I want to do. <laughs> Burn me. Press me into vinyl. Hey. You can do that. They have companies yes, that do that. Yes, you can do that. You can do, oh, yeah, you can do a little... Um, what we wanted to do our bodies afterward. Well, I'm going to in a body farm. Just fling me in a body farm, man. Either that or cremate me, and I want everybody to have, like, little uh, keychain urns. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you can just, like, you know, sprinkle me wherever you think I'd want to be. Mm-hmm. Um, where- but apparently you can't do that at the Haunted Mansion because if, if they if they catch you sprinkling somebody's ashes at the Haunted Mansion, they will shut that shit down. They will shut the yeah, ride they down. Have, they have very strict rules about ashes and where you go. You can't even take them on an airplane. Did you know that? You I did. You have to have them especially. So I can't bring Don Joyce's ashes with me somewhere? Uh-uh. Damn. Nope. They'll, they'll see it. <laughs> they'll see it in customs. Yep. Um, I would like to be donated to science. And, uh, you know, dissected and for students to study go. on. Yeah. I always wanted to be um, shot into space so that I can burn up upon reentry. Mm. I realize how costly that would be. Yeah. So I'm I'm now a proponent of just throw me in a dumpster and light me on fire. <laughs> Jonathan oh. Woodard, dumpster fire. And call, dumpster. Me, call, and call me 2016 through 2020. It's <laughs> a bump. Um, I now, thought, uh, what did, did you have Bram Stoker's Dracula on your list? I didn't, um, because I mean, just there's, there's is that like the obvious choice? I, 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 I put that on obvious my choice. List. I thought that was an obvious. See, Mark, Cor- I'm looking. Uh, Mark Corvin did the the witch soundtrack, and it's mm-hmm. uh, it's very good. Um, hang on, this is the witch's coven. There you go. Murmured whispering voices, yep. just like Suspiria, too. Yep. Morning. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's a great soundtrack. It's Had a great soundtrack. It's a lot, a lot of harmonic tension yeah a lot of it's, it's just playing with, with those those caveats of music that you literally can get away with with having suspended chords suspended like you know heavily dissonant things like breaking the rules is always encouraged in horror movies yeah because that is where you create more interesting sounds right is that clash of just like uh, like okay so in uh the dark knight the sound for the joker the joker yep. the joker doesn't have a theme the joker has a sound yeah um, and it's basically 
cellos with their bows flipped upside down oh. going right with a lot of reverb and then like sliding their hands down and getting the harmonics for like, like huh. stuff like that yeah Jason sound stuff hmm. dark night joker theme I'm just bringing this up it's probably gonna play an ad that yeah you're just gonna make noise it's fine it's a creaky old house Hans Zimmer. Yep. Yeah, there's no theme, there's no music. Yeah. It's just the aesthetic source of a sound that adds grit. Just one singular note sustained mm-hmm. over an unnatural period of time. You got it. You got it. So it's just, yeah, it makes you uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, we have to also have to talk about speaking of like stuff that like makes you and you and you've covered it is uh, from um, Silence of the Lambs. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, Goodbye, horse. Another, another, uh, another uh, pop culture. Uh, right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Such a such a funny song. And well, well, yeah, because you're like, all right, we're gonna tuck it. Well, it's funny. I actually watched, I watched. I watched. I watched uh, Jane Silent reboot last night. Oh yeah, yeah, and yeah, it, yeah. It starts off. With, like, <laughs> he starts off with it. Oh. And then he's like putting on the lipstick. <laughs> I'd fuck me. (laughs) The scary part is that you've got the the upper body dance so well. Well, I had to do it. Well, we one of my projects, Leno, did a cover of this. Um, That's online. If you want to check it out, there are party people out there in the USA. Um, And yeah, so doing the vocals, I felt more comfortable doing the vocals, doing the dance dance at the same time. Precious. Oh, oh, precious. Come on, Precious. Come on, Precious. Precious, darling heart, are you all right? Precious. Oh, <laughs> you piece of shit. Precious, <laughs> Don't hurt my dog. Don't make me hurt your dog. You don't know what pain is. <laughs> really? Are you about a size 14? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, that's another. So, (laughs) so there is also a big, large trend of soundtracks. I mean, like after throwing it back, going to do a little, do do a little recapitulation. Okay. After the Bee Gees in 1977 with the Saturday Night Fever soundtrack. Yeah. Record companies just wanted to make movie money. I mean, yeah, songs had always been popular for movies and stuff like that, but there was never like the phenomenon of Saturday Night Fever. Right. right. So people, they, they would release songs from and inspired by. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Um, and so then, of course, every single film in like, it seemed to me in like the, through the early eighties, most of the eighties had to have some type of viable song that they could put into like the montage scene, whatever, whatnot. Mm-hmm. You're the best around. Yeah. 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 So, like <laughs> so then that made me start thinking about like. <laughs> I knew you'd know. Yeah. So, like, so, so that made me start thinking about like soundtracks. Yeah. And um, can you cue up Spider Baby? Oh yeah, Spider Baby. Spider, spider baby. baby. Oh, um, you told me about Spider Baby. We've talked. About we've spider talked about yes. Spider Baby. Yeah. Yes. Uh, let's yeah. see, Spider Baby. Yeah. Uh, Ron no. Stein featuring the vocal stylings of Lon Chaney Jr. 
Let's see, Spider Baby. Uh, oh, here we go. Wontane Jr. Spider Baby. Is it the music? See, I love this because it's also just like a super happy. Oh no, this is the song. movie. This is the movie. That's well, it starts off with the thing. Well, there's the the, the prologue and then it's yeah, Spider Baby. Because it's just a good, just like general, like Halloweeny song. Yeah. You know, because it's you'll say it's itself. I'm just trying to find it. You know what? Fantomas covers this too. Here we go. Ronstein, Spider Baby. I wrote that shit down because I'm gonna get it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this is so good. This is good going out music. Yeah, right. Yeah, honestly, yeah, I'm gonna put this on my uh, on my list of like when I put on my makeup. Do it. It's so good. It's so good. That is so good. That'll get you in the mood to go out in the evening. Oh yeah. Right. Oh yeah. Um Rock Until You Drop from the Monster Squad. Um <laughs> You told me about that last time. Monster Squad's Monster Monster Squad's the shit. I will stand by Monster Squad until the day I die. I know. Oh, return! Oh, you know what's another good uh, is the Return of the Living Dead soundtrack. Oh my God, so good! Um, let's see, the, the oh the trioxin theme. Yeah, this is a good one. Where you watch the where you watch him. Uh... He's in the you know you watch the zombie like where the gas is is emitting out of the mm-hmm. tank and the zombie reanimates. Mm-hmm. But, Oh, I forgot. This is this is a good jam too. Francis Haynes. There you go. There we go again. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Ah, so good. So good. So we talked about Lynch and Bottle Lamente. Yes. The song Sycamore Trees from Fire Walk With Me. Oh, yeah. With little Jimmy Scott. I think is one of the most haunting and like amazingly beautifully painful pieces of music I've ever heard in my whole entire life. It doesn't just speak to the, the tone of the film and like that essence of, of lost beauty in that moment. But mm-hmm. It also is very, very like terrifying in its simplicity. Yeah. You know, the, the purity of Jimmy Scott's voice when he had to be like 70 something when he recorded that. And it's very haunting in a very, very Lynchian. Right. It's, it's of that, that, of that, of that, that element. Yeah. Yeah. Of that film. Yeah. Of that timbre of that music. Yeah. But it's otherworldly. Like Ron Carter on bass. It's just like a great, great soundtrack. You know, uh, Yeah. You take me for the 
David Lynch, mm-hmm. when you go back to some of the old Twin Peaks episodes, I mean, it, when he had that episode where the uh, the little person, the dwarf, who was talking backwards. Mm-hmm. The backwards talking, dancing little man from another place. Yes. <laughs> the arm, if yes. you will. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. That that was some awesome like freaky, freaky to use of uh, sound. Well, then, even even in the in the the most recent series, I mean, he was making use he was making use of music a lot, but then also um, sound. Like there was the "Got a Light" episode. Oh my god, that was so fucked up. Episode eight. Night. Yeah, episode like, eight is is the most the the, the birth of Bob. Yes, in, in the Julie thing. Oh my god. Right. That's just yeah. That whole entire third season is is a literal onslaught of of music. Just it, it's more of a curation. Mm-hmm. The way that he uses certain elements of like, for example, like that. But so many just playing. I think so many people do that. It's it, it's in more of a an over process way because it's, it's Lynch, it's Bottle Lamente, mm-hmm. taking like stuff that's like contemporary, taking mm-hmm. stuff that's um, you know, uh, classical pieces. Yeah. Like that sound one. Like Lynch just working with like raw loops yeah. and just like yeah. Yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. And then also having like, you know, um, all the roadhouse things. <laughs> the roadhouse things. Yeah. So good. Yeah. You know, all, yeah. like having all the roadhouse things where there's yeah. a separate soundtrack where it's just all yeah. the bands that played the roadhouse. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah, 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 like from yeah. like Eddie Vedder yeah. to like, you know, I think they I think they still put the Booker T song when the Green Onions. Mm-hmm. When it's just a scene of all of Green Onions by Booker T and the MGs, and it's just this dude sweeping the floor. Mm-hmm. And then there's a phone call. Yeah. And everyone was like so angry by that. And I was like, that's genius. Yeah. Yeah. And like, you know, you need that breath in there. Um my second favorite song yeah. from a movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Don't want to be buried pet in cemetery. Pet cemetery. Pet cemetery. Pet cemetery. He's flashing his shirt. I'm flashing my shirt. It's a Pet cemetery shirt from the Ramones. That one's a great one. But I think the king of all of those yeah. was a two-fisted battle. Okay. Of all the Nightmare on Elm Street soundtracks. Uh, yeah. Post Wes Craven. Mm-hmm. Okay. Starting with... Let's see. We got Dream Warriors in '87. Yeah, Dream Warriors. Dawkin. Yep. We got Dawkin. Yep. We are the Dream Warriors. Yeah, that's All right. right. Oh so, my god. Dream Warriors. And then there's like there's like a one two another one two situation inside the one two situation. Okay. Which was the the aborted plan to use DJ Javi Jeff. DJ oh, Jazzy I remember Jeff, the that. Oh, oh right. Oh my god. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Or Nightmare on Nightmare on My Street. Yeah, you know they finally released the video. I, you, you know what? Yeah, because I, I think I've actually watched it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's horrible, but still it's bad. <laughs> but it, yeah, it's still it's a great so, song. So in lieu of Nightmare on My Street, they went for another up and coming hip hop act, Fat Boys with "Are You Ready for Freddy?" Oh, <laughs> that's right. Which is kind of good because yeah, yeah. the you know the human beatbox eventually does sound like he is out of breath running away from Freddy. <laughs> right. Um, and then the the another one that I think was really good in the Nightmare on Street was uh, the song called I'm Awake Now, huh. which is from Freddy's Dead, The Final Nightmare, which the most horrifying aspect of that song is it led me to believe that the Goo Goo Dolls were a decent band for about like four years. Mm. Yeah. This is when they're still signed to like Metal Blade. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think Goo Goo Dolls were on Metal Blade. <laughs> 
but the song I'm awake now is actually like, if you, it's actually Johnny wrote a damn good song, like the composition of it, like, you know, the changes, like it's, it's, it's a really good song and it really kind of fits the mood of it. You, 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 you inspired me to think of, um, Alice Cooper doing he's back. He's the man behind the mask. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. I just jogged that for me. Sorry. I'm bringing up a SSQ tonight. We'll make love till we die from uh, return of the living dead. This is, this is what my horror crush who dances on the tombstone to this song. Leah Quigley. Yes. Yep. So she starts peeling off her clothes. <laughs> no, Jerry, I'm not. It's just, yeah. But she starts peeling, and then she's dancing. And she's got the, she's got the, like the, the, the bald plate over her, over her uh, no-no bits. Oh. True story. They had to like cover her up because it, you know, even, even like waxed, it looked too much like a vagina. Oh wow! <laughs> so when you watch that scene, Linnea, Linnea Quigley's like totally smooth down there. <laughs> That's great. She had a special merkin. She had a special, yeah. She had a little ball plate on her, on her, on her. <laughs> ball. So funny. So the um. Yeah, and that was Stacy. That was uh, Stacy Q. Who Stacey was, yeah. Q. Stacy Q. Did two of hearts. Two. Yeah. 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 So I th- in what I think is probably one of the ultimate horror soundtracks, like music from an inspired by, mm-hmm. is Wes Craven's response to all the success of the you know. Dream Warriors. Right. The soundtracks, like yeah. The Shocker soundtrack from 1989. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hold on. Wes Craven Shocker. So the theme song by Shocker is made by a little band called The Dudes of Wrath. <laughs> <laughs> Who, like Goblin, their only output was horror movies. Mm-hmm. And it was a one-time-off band composed of... You ready, ladies? All right. I'm ready. I'm holding on. Give it to me. great... Actually, hold on. Do you have the, the shocker theme? I've got the shocker theme. All right. So we're going to start the shocker theme. And the first person, you're going to have one guess. Okay. Who the main vocalist is. He's going to come in. You're going to be like, oh, snap. Big, right? Mm, boom. Peak 89. Ready? That's Paul Stanley. Yes. <laughs> Paul Stanley. Are you ready for some blood? Tommy Lee on drums. Yeah. Alice Cooper. Desmond Child. Desmond Child. Do you ladies know about Desmond yeah. Child? Yeah. Desmond Child was a singer-songwriter that was responsible for um, a lot of the, the mid-kids, yeah. the mid-80s Kiss stuff. Yeah. Um, he was credited with writing. Ready? I was made for loving uh, you. Uh, okay. Well, yeah. Kiss go. Yeah. I was made for loving you, baby. You were made for loving me. <laughs> My band covered that years ago. I'm sorry. I love I love me Ready? some Kisco. I hate myself for loving you. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay, all right. God. Then he worked with Bon Jovi. Of all right, you gave love a bad name. Yeah. All right, living on a prayer. Yeah. yeah. Bad medicine. Yeah. Okay, and then he went from there and he started working with Aerosmith on what I think is probably their best album. Okay. Which is Permanent Vacation. Um, He's got writing yeah. credits on. I think that for me okay. personally, okay. Well, yeah. I mean, we're 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 what like ten years apart or something. We're ten years apart, but here's the thing, though. I consider the the You're the, the pre years. the pre rehab Aerosmith a different band. Oh. I think those are different humans. I think they got replaced by pod people. 
The <laughs> only one that it. isn't a pod person is Tom Hamilton. I love Tom, Tom Hamilton. He's on our board. Tom knows that they're pod people. And he I, knows. He knows. He's, he's, he's probably out there and shake his head. Like we can like, put Tom. Tom Hamilton will like dress up how like we, we do a fundraiser every year for my company and and tom uh hamilton will do like sketch comedy for it and he will goddamn wear whatever we tell him to wear we've got some that's great beautiful. we've got some great pictures of him that's in beautiful. some crazy outfits he played the unabomber like he'll do like he'll do whatever that's he's crazy awesome. so dude looks like a lady what it takes an angel and also, he had, I, writing credit, he had writing credits on Crazy. I'm just saying. Okay, I, okay. No, I mean, I get it. I get you it. You know, but my favorite of his of his his his, his writing credits is "Living La Vida Loca." Oh, <laughs> and and he was in Dudes of Wrath. Yeah. All right, all and, right. Uh, and that was rounded out by Vivian Campbell from White Snake and um, Def Leppard. Yeah. Uh, Randy Sarzo, who's also in White Snake, was also the original bass player for Ozzy in Quiet okay. Riot. And Guy Schiffman, who had a band later on called Guy Man Dude. Guy Man Dude. Yeah. <laughs> but the soundtrack was great. I mean, like the shocker sound, the shocker, yeah. the song, um, Iggy Pop doing Love Transfusion, mm-hmm. which is weird. It's like very like punk, but it's at the same point in time, it's very like new wave. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Megadeth version of No More Mr. Iggy, nice Guy. Iggy's enjoying some time now. Iggy, Iggy is, I think is everyone's like finally like, dude, like you're the last man standing. Yeah. You're and, still alive. Uh, yeah. And you still don't wear a shirt. No. 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 He's he's, he's he's sure. Sexy shirtless. Sure. Now he's sure. <laughs> it's very, very like very weathered and leathery. It's I mean he's always been leathery, but now it's like weathered and leathery. You know, before you leave, you guys have to sing the shirtless 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 sexy saxophone man. Oh. I'm still believing. I'm still believing. But I was which thinking, was, which was on the yeah. soundtrack? You remember Diamanda Gallows? Oh, I love oh, yeah. Diamanda. Well, they were um, Bram Stoker's Dracula. She had done a series of um, she, the Plague Mass. Well, it was about the. It was during the like like peak AIDS crisis because uh, her she had lost her brother to AIDS. If you ever, if you really want to creep yourself out one night, listen to Diamanda's uh, Plague Mass. Uh, my my best friend um, from college uh, turned me on to Diamanda, and we would listen to this stuff. And and unfortunately, he also. He died of um, HIV-related um, uh, complications uh, many years ago, but um, he turned me on to Diamanda. But yeah, the Mask of the Red Death, uh, Plague Mass. Um, but yeah, her like like those otherworldly vocals that you hear when Winona Ryder is like riding around in yeah. the circle. That's that's Diamanda. Yeah, outside of the castle, the towards the end. Yeah, no, huge, huge Diamanda fan. And I don't think it's even listed on the soundtrack. Probably I had, not. I had to dig for that one. There's so much uncredited work in, in yeah, I mean, especially so like funny. The, especially in the formative years, yeah, of like horror films, um, like all the old Universal stuff. There's a lot of stuff. I mean, like the stuff that wasn't scored, yeah, was either scored with like spec music or was scored with um stuff that just. Yeah, it's just yeah, yeah, amazing, amazing stuff. She's also she does a great. Um, she did a um an album with um with 
John Paul Jones. Yeah. Um, which is a great record. Um, and there's some truly horrifying stuff in that too. Um, Natural Born Killer soundtrack. Too. They did <gasps> oh, the uh, song with her and uh, Nishra Fatih Ali Khan. Yeah. Yeah. Which was very, yeah. I love that. Dude, Nishra yeah. Fatih Ali Khan. Nishra Fatih Ali Khan, yeah. You want to talk about like a haunting voice? Mm-hmm. I could sing it across the plains. So good. Yeah, this, I think, this, this was, this. I think this was on, uh, I think this might have been on the, John, with the album with John Paul Jones. She's like, she's an amazing pianist. And this needs to be in a horror movie. Love her. Yeah. Love her. Love Diamanda. <laughs> so, um, you know, other, other movies that had pretty extensive soundtracks of like popular songs, Practical Magic, which is horror light. I yeah. Guess I yeah. would call it, you know, but the, 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 the midnight margaritas scene where the, the women are, all the witches are in the house having midnight margaritas and mm-hmm. the lime and the coconut song, Harry Nelson is playing. And, you know, it is kind of creepy that it's like the same lyrics over. It's like the, the repetition, oh, you know, lime, the same, the usage. Okay. If you want to talk about really ding, creepy, ding, 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 yeah. lime and the coconut, when they did it on us uh, on the Muppet show. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Where it was literally like the guy on the it's desert cre- stranded on the island. It's creepy there too, right? Super creepy. Yeah. Super creepy. Yeah, yeah. Um, Deo from Beetlejuice. Harry, Harry. Yes. Yeah. 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 Yep. Uh, actually, this, I was thinking of uh, the craft soundtrack. Oh, and Jesus. This is, uh, and uh, letters to oh, this yeah, is yeah, letters yeah. to Cleo. Shout out to my girl Kay Hanley doing uh, the Cars cover. Can I say that I might actually like this version more than the Cars version? Oh, wow. Which is, I'm sorry, Greg, but. <laughs> soundtracks yeah. you know mm-hmm. yes. were really good you know yeah, I'm a I child agree. of the 80s like you know I, I was a teenager in the 80s but you know 90s soundtracks also you know pack a punch man well, they finally got it right and then they destroyed the record industry mm-hmm. it's a beautiful thing you know <laughs> the 80s got the 80s inspired it the 90s just destroyed it yeah it's true yeah okay so too much right. fruit by the foot so hey, <laughs> hey. <laughs> that was nutritious and delicious <laughs> So, okay, gushers. So if you're talking about the covers, the craft is all covers. Yeah. So yeah, it's all covers. I think yeah. I think I think that maybe, okay. And now definitely. God, who did the who I did the cover love, of How Soon Is Now on the craft? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Richard, yes. Richard 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 Thompson's love yeah. spit love yeah, 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 doing yeah. that. Right. The Lust of Love album's really good, yeah. but that's just like Well, finish your thought. I want to hear my, I, I was gonna say, like definitely now I like the Love Spit Love version more than the Smith's version because fuck Morrissey. Yeah, fuck yeah. Morrissey. Yeah. But this is really good. Yeah. 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 I gotta agree with that yeah. Adding the little like jangle of the acoustic on top of it. 
There's more desperation behind it than yeah. He's just like, oh, the whining. Stars on the oh, the whining. Yeah. So self important. Uh, I need a cheeseburger. <laughs> Maybe if I ate, I love the cows. What can I say? I'll never meet anyway. I'm stupid and I'm a right wing bum. In 90s movies, uh, Don't Fear the Reaper. Uh, Who covered on, Don't Fear the Reaper? On the Scream soundtrack. It was when uh, um, they were in the bedroom. It was uh, Nev Campbell and Ski Dolrick were in the uh, bedroom and they're talking about, you know, taking their relationship to the next level. Uh, yeah. 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 But I think I think it's time to get That's by PTC. Gus. Yeah, Gus. Gus. Yeah, Fuck. Gus. Don't uh, Gus. It's by Gus. Gus. Gus does Don't Fear the Reaper. You know, Gus. But your dear. Yeah, not Guster. No, just Gus. Gus. Is this, this Gus? a really stripped down version where they're, it's very whispered. Yeah. Bang. That's some cherry popping music right there. Boom. <laughs> She's gonna lose her virginity to that. Little does she know. That's a the, um, now you're gonna get killed. The, uh, I, yeah, but you know what? That's now good. That's good. Die. That's good. But you know what? I think it was more more uh, impactful in in uh, Halloween. Yeah. In the car ride. Yeah. Oh, they you did know? that. Yeah, it was just the it's just a do 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 well, you know what's even better in Halloween too, mm-hmm. Mr. Sandman. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Now, they, now I'm all thinking about because Kevin just saw, Kevin just saw Blue Oyster Cult and and they did they did they, they did play Godzilla. I wasn't there, oh. but they did play Godzilla. Like speaking of like you know songs oh. inspired by oh and like Blue Oyster Cult was great at that shit. <laughs> Godzilla, Godzilla, like that's a that's a straight up jam, dude. That's a straight up banger. The, 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 that's a good one. The bass, as the kids would say now, it slaps. It slaps. slaps. Is slaps. that what they say now? Yeah. Slaps. So, um, the the bass solo in that. Hang on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. It's so good. It, the, this is my favorite Blue Oyster Cult song. Oh, without a doubt. Were you going to say Burn For You? No, fuck that. I got that. some Burn For You. Fuck that. No. Or Joe, well, Joan Crawford's Risen From The Dead. That's a good one. But this one... Yeah, this is a banger. It's got a little funky little backy, like slashy little... This makes me do the white man overbite. (laughs) You can't see it, but I'm doing it. It's got a little funk stink on it. That's what I like about it. Yeah, it's got some stink on it. Yeah! Yeah. When I turn 50, I, I want to put together a band of people just playing all my favorite songs, and that's definitely on the short list. I'll, I'll, I'll partake if you want. All right. Can I all be right. in the band? Sure. Okay. Everyone gets to be in my band. I get to be in the band. Oh, 
I actually Godzilla. Think, I'm thinking my guitar out of retirement. Do it. Bit, just a little bit. Well, we want to write some, we want to write some like songs yeah. for maybe, maybe put them on Patreon, like just horror. Yeah. Horror cool. based, like folky things. Yeah. Cool. Cause I, you know, Cause I'm a folky. Yeah. Well, and, and, and I just, I, I have a love hate relationship with the whole singer songwriter thing, but a, right. what, what else we got? We're, we're, we're at, uh, we're at one, almost one o'clock here. Ooh. Oh, I'm trying. We did tubular bells. Um, I think we talked. We we talked about Rosemary's Baby theme. Oh yes, and that is and actually Yoda, me. Baby, baby Yoda. Oh, is Baby Yoda making the cut today? We talked about him. You're getting him. Uh, yeah, we talked about him at the beginning. Okay. The Baby Yoda, and there is actually a Baby Yoda song. Oh shoot, we were recording then. Yeah. How long have we been recording? We've been recording. We're recording now. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. What about Ben? Ben is now. <laughs> I thought we were still spitballing. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> what happened? What happened, Lisa? You're in charge of this, Mishigash. Oh, yeah. Wow. You've been recording all That's along. That's true. This real Mishigash. That's real Mishigash. No, where's the Baby Yoda song? Baby Yoda. No, 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 no. Yoda, no, this Yoda, is... Yoda. No, this Yoda, is the Baby Yoda, Yoda song. Yoda, Yoda. Baby Yoda. Baby, baby Yoda. Baby Yoda, baby, baby Yoda, baby Yoda, baby, baby Yoda. Oh, God, it's too Really? But we fall in under your spell. Oh, my God. Baby, little baby, little baby. <laughs> this song i'm thinking i'm thinking what i needed i just they should have done a better job i think it's fine the way it is i'll do a better of course one. you do of course you do <laughs> i'm not saying that in a, in a mean way either, <sighs> but i'm saying but i'm, I'm no 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 listen don't. it made for me your, jam. for your it's baby fun. shower yeah for your because there's going to be a baby you at a baby shower and if you sign up for patreon you'll get to see it yes <gasps> all right yeah we're gonna live stream the baby uh, baby Yoda. a special song about Baby Yoda. Yep. Just for you. I yep. think you should. My Baby Yoda. Yeah. I will. Yep. I'll do but it. this Baby Yoda is so incredibly detailed that, like, I'm not going to get it until August. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's hardcore. It's hardcore. And, and, and my friend Christopher, who's going to be on uh, next week's episode, he's getting a Baby Yoda too. So maybe we'll do a joint shower. Does it, does it have like, it's got little fuzzy hair. I was going to ask. It's like, got the little fuzz. It's got the little fuzz on the top of the head. Yeah. Yeah, it's dope. It's dope. It's three hundred fifty dollars well spent. I so don't care what anybody says. What if you? What are you going to do if it comes in the box that looks like the cradle? <gasps> oh, I, I will. I will. It. I will scream pee, which yeah. I do anyway because perimenopause. And like lately, because I've been coughing so much, like I have to worry about like the cough pee. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Oh, no. Listen. Brought to you by our sponsor, Parafit, which is a video game for your perineum. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to put my Mandalorian mask you on. You got to take off your headgear, my friend. It smells minty. I didn't do it. Did you, like, put mint in here? I don't think so. Oh, yeah, baby. I love it. Yeah. Where's my Where's my camera? Where, take, please, Jonathan, take a picture. I Get, Getting ready. Get Getting ready right for there. some Baby Yoda. Hurry up because like I'm like dying. Yeah, it's not a long time thing. <sighs> oh, hold on. I got one photo. We're good. All right. Whew. 
All right. Yeah. Um, that's not a long term. It's like, yeah, it's like being in my T. I have one of those big, like inflatable T-Rex outfits, you know, those T-Rex outfits that you see. And there's this little motor inside that blows the T-Rex up. And that's why like you're dancing around in it. So I think, I I think I'm going to wear it because a power slut is playing their last show at the end of February. And I may get up, uh, I may have to break out the T-Rex outfit for that. I think you have a show coming up, don't you? Do I? uh, Well, I have the, uh, the, I have the post-punk show coming up, uh, mid-March at Sally O'Brien's where we're playing, uh, Susie and the Banshees, nice. awesome. uh, Furs, uh, um, Ant Music by Adam and the Ants. I'm going to be doing the supplemental drumming stuff nice. with that. Yeah, nice, yeah, nice. I'm excited. You will be the second drummer. I am the second drummer. I am the the Yolo Rodovich of, uh, <laughs> of yeah. She's she's a bomb. I, like I, like I've seen Adam at the last like three times he's been on tour, and yeah, that's she's she's amazing. She's fucking amazing. How about yes. you? Any shows for you? Uh, no shows coming up. Uh, there was that release on the uh, benefit compilation, and then also the Ron Chaney's EPs should be released at the end of the month. Ooh. The second part, the first part was released on Halloween. Right. And then the second part will be released on a day that really shouldn't be there in the first place. So, yeah. See you then, general public. <laughs> <laughs> the five people who've listened to it, which is good. And you might see five me at an open mic right? somewhere. Nice. Hmm? You might see me at an open mic somewhere. All right. She's, she's, she's spreading her wings. I'll yeah. just be uh, doing my, my, what I do. Yeah. With the peoples. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so please, uh, check out our Patreon. Uh, we will have some, uh, we'll have some, uh, patron only content, uh, up shortly. And, um, again, listen to us while well, you are listening to us, but make sure you, you know, if, if you have the uh, ability to leave a review or give us five stars, that really does help. And, uh, check us out on the social medias. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. Stay scary pod on, uh, Twitter and Facebook and stay Stay scary podcast on Instagram. Is that it? Yeah. Yeah. But uh give us a give us some love. Give us some love. We're back. You know, we're a little we're a little sick. We're a little hoarse. This place is gackalacking. We're gackalacking. Tina Savage. Yin <laughs> <laughs> keeper signing off. She's gonna and kill me. Johnny Woodard saying. Later. Bye. Bye. There's a monster in the house.